G'day teabaggers, welcome to this uh, episode with guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony. Uh, just before we start, I wanted to come on and apologise for the bad sound in this one. Uh, you would have heard it referenced on the Matt Kirshen episode. Uh, basically, I had the microphones plugged in, but I didn't switch the machine over to the right uh, setting. So uh, basically, Dave and I, um, if you want to imagine it the entire time through this, are holding microphones in front of our face that aren't picking up anything. If anything, they're just muffling the sound. So um, it actually sounds okay, uh, but you are going to hear lots of sirens and stuff in the background. And every time I go to check the machine, uh, like there's a bit of a sound problem there. But, um, it, you know, compared to some of the episodes, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to mention uh, just before we start as well that I'll be at the San Francisco Sketch Fest uh, between the 7th and the 9th of February. And my Illuminati tour is coming up really soon. Uh, if you're in Adelaide and you want to come to one of the cheap nights, uh, you better get in quick because those are almost sold out. Uh, Brisbane, I'm only doing a week of shows and those shows are selling really well. Melbourne, I'm there for a month. Uh, the cheapies are going quickly, but there's plenty of tickets, of course, because it's a whole month of shows there in Melbourne for the Comedy Festival. And I'm uh, just doing two shows as part of the Sydney Comedy Festival at the Enmore, and uh, they're about half sold already. So if you want to come and see those shows, um, uh, get in quick for that. But all the details are at willanderson.com.au. Um, I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, I, th I think it's a pretty fun one. And uh, the one immediately after this is a bit of a weird one. Uh, we, we talk about it a bit at the end of this episode. But uh, basically what happened is Dave and I just started chatting as we normally do. And I ended up talking about a topic uh, that I never imagined that I would talk about on the podcast. Um, it's a bit of a serious topic and it won't be for everybody. Um, there's still some funny stuff in it. But because I didn't know I was going to talk about it the whole time, I'm trying to reach for the right words and, and talk about this thing from only from my uh, perspective. So, look, if anyone's offended by it or they don't think it's an appropriate thing, um, then no, I get that. Like, and just don't listen to it. I'm going to put up a bunch of podcasts this week so you can skip by. Um, uh, but also, fuck you, it's my podcast. Um, and I think it's interesting. So... I'm going to uh, put it up there, even though it makes me feel a bit uncomfortable and I think maybe it'll make some of the audience feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, uh, not everything that I say in it is necessarily 100% how I feel because I didn't know that I was going to talk about it. So I was grasping with my thoughts, but at the same time trying to be respectful of... I'm explaining too much. You know what? Just have a listen when I put it up and uh, you can make your own call on that one. I want to mention there's a bunch of other podcasts that I've been on as well. And um, I was on The Crab Feast, uh, which is just such a funny podcast. And I've had great feedback from that um, episode of The Crab Feast that I'm going to get Jay on the show soon. And Ryan's already been on. If you haven't checked out his episode... Uh, Ryan Sickler, it was a few episodes ago. It's fantastic. It's the one that went up uh, on Christmas Day. So you really check that out. Um, I'm also on the Media Week podcast in Australia uh, this week, talking uh, you know a bit more seriously about my career and life in LA and my plans for television and stuff in 2014. So if that's of interest to you, uh, then you can check out the Media Week Australia podcast. I'm also on the Road Stories podcast uh, with the very funny Jim Short who was on the last episode uh, of this. And I also am on uh, the most recent Walk in the Room uh, with Dave and Greg. So please go and support all those podcasts. Um, I love when you guys go and listen to those podcasts when I'm on. Um, I always get really feed good feedback from the podcast and, you know, that's how they, they get me on again. So I appreciate that support as well, even though you have to hear me tell the same stories about what TOEFOP stands for and stuff like that. If you can sit through those, hopefully after the first episode they ask me that and then next time we can talk about shit you haven't heard about before. Uh, all right, I'm banging on for, for way too long. I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you again soon. 
The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Topher. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie Clawson number one, Dave Anthony, has joined me on the freezing cold roof of my apartment this evening. It's coming a little bit cold. LA, yeah, which is in the middle of winter, but most of the time I've just been wearing a singlet around. It's been so hot lately. I got a tan. We're in the middle of our. I got a winter tan. We're in the middle of our worst drought since 1917, officially, and it's been 80 degrees in uh, in the winter. Because I went to Denver, 300 days of sunshine. Yes, you have to say it. Uh, Do you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like you have to. Like from the minute you, you get have the, to say it. From the minute you get there on the, at the airport, uh, world's biggest airport. Uh, world's worst airport. And uh, you have to catch trains there. It's a yeah. airport that you catch trains and different then bits. The security is horrendous. Getting through security there is the worst in the country. So, uh, well, we'll get to all that. Yeah. Because um, so I'm in Denver. Peyton Manning. It was a very special time for Denver when I was mm-hmm. there. Peyton Manning, uh-huh. who was their quarterback and yeah. they're in their football game, uh, he broke the record for the most time someone had thrown things and to another gentleman who, catch, who caught who it who caught it yeah who catched it it's <laughs> exciting he broke that exciting record <laughs> I didn't know that well yep. I'm very excited for him he's thrown it further than anyone ever threw it well I don't know for if that's people true. to catch it well he's thrown more he, in, he's thrown more that people have caught he may not have thrown lo- longer or that's farther. true there might have just been one season where some dude just kept throwing really it really far. long to nowhere <laughs> 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 they went zero and eighteen, but he broke every record. <laughs> so hang on, their players. Every time they throw it to that guy, he just throws it as far as possible. <laughs> yeah, and he breaks records. Oh and everybody, everybody's happy. He's won like nineteen trophies this year. <laughs> He's the throwiest of all of them. Could you do that? Could would the rules of the game allow? out and just break Peyton Man- next year you if some to, team was someone, like our, our roster is terrible but we have a really good quarterback no, no one would care <laughs> we can't we can't get you to the playoffs Look, but we, we're pretty sure we can get at least one giant see shield see a guy throw <laughs> <laughs> do you guys like to see guys throw come on down to the throw ball stadium yeah we're calling it throw ball now <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can merchandise that, right? In throw ball? Throw ball. <laughs> You'd have giant inflatable hands that yeah, were like I think just you could. throwing a ball. Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, how fucking, like seriously. How? Like, lots of people can't catch, but everyone can throw. No, it's really it hard. To, it's really hard to throw that thing. It's so weird shaped. It's like throwing a tr- two triangles that are sewed together. Yeah, but it's pointy. You it's can throw... pointy, but 
You have to get a perfect spin on it to throw it. Do you? Or it does, or it wobbles. Right. You never see those guys throw it. it it's wobbling. <laughs> it's because if I was doing it, I'd throw it up. The guy'd be like, "Oh God, where's it going?" Because it's wobbling in the air. I love that, Dave Anthony, uh, the new record holder in the NFL for uh, meters thrown. Uh, Everyone wobbly. It's all wobbly. <laughs> all wobbly. Here comes the wobbler. Anthony's coming in. In the future, they're like, this guy like broke this record by like six times. What is this little asterisk that says AW? Ah, all wobbly. They were, every single one of them was wobbly. It was, it was the wobbly year. <laughs> it was. Um, so uh, Peyton Manning uh, broke his record. That yeah. was exciting for and they were, were they really excited about that? Oh, my God. You've they never... were? Oh, yeah. Okay. It was like... I just don't the... think it's... I mean, it's cool, but... The dude from their sporting team broke the record. What about their team winning a championship? Well, I think their team's going pretty well as well. I think oh, they have a good season. Well, they must be. The guy broke the record. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I should... <laughs> I should follow that sport. And they've set up these records in a way that it actually rewards that rather than an old wobbly ball. Since the wobbly incident of 77. <laughs> You often find that the person who breaks the record is in a good team. <laughs> often, usually. So, um, uh, also, they legalized pop uh, yep. while I was there. And that was a big deal all around the country. My God. Holy shit, like, calm there was, down. There was people uh, lined up yeah. for hours beforehand, which yeah. like is finally proves that stoners right. don't like motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I can go sit down there. Yeah, I can just hey. go and camp out all night. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Don't you need to be at your job? No. We can. <laughs> but then they got there and someone was like, you can't get high until the store opens. What? They were having... Um, uh, pop parties on New Year's Eve and people were smoking pot which uh, they needed to point out in the paper when it was reported on that that it was still technically you can't smoke pot in public still oh you you're can't? only allowed to smoke pot at your house what about someone really? else's house it doesn't well, have to be your house can you smoke it at the place you buy it no 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 that's just a shop you can't you just go in and you're like you so <laughs> you have to it's get on so stupid I can't wrap my brain around it so you can buy pot, but then you have to pretend like you don't have pot? <laughs> Is that what they've done? That's genius. Okay, off with you to your home. What do you mean? It's like pornography. <laughs> it's in sealed plastic bags. You are not allowed to enjoy it here. Take it home. You have to get it home and do it shamefully. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> People were excited. They were oh, excited. No, I saw. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's weird to me living in LA. Like here, it's just like it's pot. Like it's everywhere. Right. So to see them celebrating, I'm like, we're. It's already. I mean, we did that a while ago. It does, but also it does seem. Yeah, but it's not legal here. It's only medicinal. They've had medicinal there for all that time. Oh, they as have. Well. Yeah. So then what's the big fucking deal? Well, no, but now you literally don't have to pretend but to you have can't, something. You have to go to your home and smoke it in the closet <laughs> while you look in a mirror or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> the stoners agreed to that if they said it was legal when they were negotiating the deal they were just like well you can buy it over the counter but we've just added this little bit where you have to take it home and sit in a cupboard and stare oh in the mirror God. they're like okay it's, okay yeah whatever that's fine um, eventually that'll go away it well because be. the big thing for them down there now is uh, how does it affect their sports what do you mean because uh like, you know, if it's legal to smoke pot, right. how can it not be legal to, like, smoke pot 
you know, if you play for the NFL team in, mm. you know, like in Denver. Well, I hate, to, I hate to break it to everybody, but the NBA players are smoking pot all the time and oh, nobody gives a shit. Often on court. <laughs> often on court. You'll see a guy when he dunks it. All his teammates will walk out with mm. massive joints and just high-five him. Yep, that's how it works. I love, I love how that game just does not care about the rules at all at it's all. entertaining there's no there's no game happening uh, th- there was a dude the other day who like literally like one of his like the dudes did this big high, like uh, dunk and he just walked out on court giving him a high five that's six on court you've yeah. got six players on court in play like the other team is dribbling it down but yeah. they're like nah 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 whatever yeah, you do. these dudes are high fiving <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about yeah. the rules of the game there's no rule high fives no rule in that game <laughs> Did he just bring out a trampoline? We've relaxed the rules. He's got his hand up in the air. He's free to do whatever he wants. He's slapping guys. It's all good. Um, so, I uh, I enjoyed my time in, uh, in in Denver. I had I like Denver. It's a good, it's a cool place. Yeah, yeah. I was into it. Yeah, I, I like that. Even um, at their airport, they have quite a cool. I had like because I was quite hungover on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, I um, wanted something to eat. I thought, you know, eating will be good. Yeah. And I went to like an airport, like, you know, sort of bar cafe thing. Yeah. And firstly, uh, it was called Root Down, which to an Australian is hilarious. completely different. I saw it, I was amused by that. Secondly, it was fucking good. Like, yeah. the food was good. Like, it was an actually like a yeah, cool little... Yeah, no, they have good food there. At the airport. The, yeah. It's oh, the newer airports have good food. Oh my God, it did my head in, and like yeah. it was a really nice meal. But like the third thing was, fuck, I love airports because if it's eleven thirty on New Year's Day, the first thing a dude at the bar says to you is, "Do you want to? Do drink? you want a drink?" Yeah, that's all. What, you can drink there. Drink? When, you can Not, drink wherever. If you're an alcoholic, go to the airport. Can I start you with a cocktail? No, that's what they say. Can I start you? Yeah. with... Yes, you can. Yes, of course you can. Yeah, I wanted it. to have a cocktail, but well, I was gonna fucking. Do a little bit of foreplay first before I just stuck my finger in. <laughs> but no, let's, you should bring me a cocktail. <laughs> Apparently, they're excellent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, the club that I was playing, I, I oh, firstly, I almost didn't make it. Oh, because of the snow? To the show, no. Because of fucking, I had my first a proper running with an LA cab driver and I got fucked. Oh, what happened? Yeah, so. Um, so what I thought I'd do, this was my plan for the day. It had to be at the airport at ten thirty, right? Right. So I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll get up early. I'll go for a walk because I probably won't get time to have a walk today. And then I'll go up to the Standard, which is just up the road. Mm-hmm. I used to stay there a bit, and I'll have breakfast in there, like diner there. They they do a good yep. breakfast, and I enjoy that. And I thought I'll have that first, and then I can catch a cab directly from out the front of the, right. the standard don't have to call one don't have to worry if it's going to turn up or not sounds hotel. like a good plan good plan yeah. right give myself plenty of time American airports for people who are listening overseas to check into a flight you've got to be there 45 minutes before normally Ugh, and even then right but Maybe like for, but literally like they'll cut off I mean more like they'll cut off you getting on that plane 45 minutes beforehand right? oh right that's what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. oh no you've got to get there a lot before two that. hours is what they because say. they actually don't employ enough people to services the needs that they have. Nope, it's America. <laughs> we don't want infrastructure. Why? We want to be mad about stuff right. all the time. Okay. Can't you just wait for ages and get angry? I suppose <laughs> that's you the can system. Do that. but... You could hire a couple more people. No, that's literally what it is, though. Yeah, that's America in a nutshell. It's like 
you could either hire the appropriate amount of people to do this in the time that would make people happy, mm-hmm. or you could hire half that many people and make people twice as mad. Yes. America. America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I'm aware of this. So, I normally allow about an hour and a half. That's my kind mm. of, if something goes wrong. What are you, what are you flying on? Well, I, I, so I was meant to be flying down there on Frontier. Ooh, okay. But what does that mean? Because I don't um, know. See, this is what, here's one of the things about being in a new country is that you don't realize about moving to a new country. Yeah. Because I'm really moving here this time. Right. It's one of those things where I don't have an airline. Like in right. Australia, I have an airline. If yeah. someone says to me, what do you want to fly? I know what that airline happens to be that I do want to fly because here are the reasons I've decided that's the better airline for me. And here's where on the plane I want to fly and here's how much it'll probably cost. And I I instinctively know that. Whereas if somebody says to me in America, hey, you've got to fly to blah, 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 I've got no sense of like which which of the airlines would be the one that I will prefer. Right, or even which airport you should try to avoid if you go to, like, New York. I've got no idea about that. This is all brand new to me. Yeah. And this, every time I fucking make a decision, it's the first time that it's happened and the first time that I have to know what to do in that situation. So I tend to go on whatever airline, like, my agent or manager books me on. Oh, right, okay. Like, so normally it's just the one that costs the amount they gave us for the flight. Right. Right. And so it's been a lot of them. I've, I've been on American, I've been on United, I've been on Southwest, I've been on Frontier. Well, if you're flying that much, you should... Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I like to I like to have a couple of different uh, frequent flyer, you know, Oh, well, so here's to, one of the first things is, I'd love to choose one so I could be on a frequent flyer thing because yeah. I am worried that these big companies aren't data mining me enough. And I really need to make my details accessible to them. I mean, well, some they, of the big companies don't even know where I'm going at the moment. Yeah, no, they know. How can they add that to the list they, they sell to know. other they people? Know. They know. <laughs> I want to be there for them, Dave. You don't have to be. They know. I don't want to corrupt. They're they're listening to this podcast <laughs> right now. Oh, that's and why the you haven't even up. uploaded it yet. <laughs> Directly to it. They're listening to it live. Right. Uh, Frontier is one of the cheap ones. Okay. To be honest with you, and this will sound a bit snobby, compared to the Australian experience, which I fear that we're getting rid of because people are worried about cheap airlines rather than quality airlines, uh, compared to what I consider to be the Australian experience of flying, they all feel cheap here. Oh, like yeah. Well, going can... to the airport here is a much harder experience than in Australia. Like oh, in Australia, yeah, you'll doubt. get some shit days. Yeah. There's no doubt. Yeah. And I've seen them and been in them and like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But here, the norm is that it's shit. It's terrible. Terrible. It's, the it's... lines are always long. Yep. No one wants to be there. Nope. Everyone's rude to each other. Have you heard about the seat jammers? What? I don't even know what you're talking about. So the airlines, some of the airlines are losing a lot of money. Jesus, some of the airlines are losing a lot of money. I thought that was like an air raid siren going on at first. It sounded like they were filming Fast and the Furious 7 down the road. It's doing some pickups with Paul Walker's brother. Rest in peace. So so the airlines have been trying to pack in more and more people. And so they keep putting another row of... You know, seats in and other seats in. How do you do that? You packing everybody. The plane isn't. No, it isn't. But space. it's packing everyone together. They're not putting a trailer on the back. They're not putting an extension on. No, them. they're not. They're just cramming them in. Wow. 
So the seats are getting smaller and the room Did between like that. the room between the seat and the person in front of you is getting smaller. So what's happening is if the person in front of you leans back, it's like right in your face. Oh yeah, but not only that, they can smash your computer. Yeah. Like if you've got your computer yes. I've had a couple of times on yeah. American planes. Yeah. Like and again, I was like, has my computer got bigger? No. No, the seats have got the smaller. The seats have gotten smaller. So there's these things you can buy called seat jammers. Oh yeah. Okay. And you you <laughs> You can it, you can put them. I believe it's on the uh, the tray right yeah. where the tray comes down, and then these two one little thing you hook on each side, and then it, the person can't r- recline their seat behind you, and they're uh, illegal. But it's causing people to get in fights on airplanes. Thank God that we finally have a solution mm. to a problem we should not have had in the first. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God, finally someone has cracked that nut. Of that solution to a thing that was only a problem because we made it a problem for great. You are literally literally describing America. (laughs) You just could have said Obamacare. (laughs) So, I did not get to experience what Frontier was like. And here is why. I, I, I caught my uh, taxi out the front of the Standard Hotel after a delicious breakfast. Mm-hmm. I may be having breakfast there too often uh, because uh, today they took... Oh, they've known me for a while. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've known me for a while. Uh-huh. But today, uh, the woman who manages the place, they're demolishing it. Um, they're demolishing... Like, they're redoing the Standard and oh, there's really? not going to be a diner at the front there anymore. Oh. And um, today she took a photo of me for their archive they're making of their regulars. <laughs> She's like, well, you've been coming here for years. And I was like, oh my God, am I that guy? Oh like, my God, you're Norm. She goes, I want you to like write a little thing for it. Like, it, like this morning, like, I'm wearing like the hat that I'm wearing now and like just my trackies and yeah. whatever. Cause I'm there like, often I will, like you know set up shop there and like you know do some yeah. like work and whatever and eat my breakfast and sort of you know, a couple of hours out of the house you're an American you know? and you're a regular they've, <laughs> they've taken the photo of me she said oh don't pose just keep doing your work so like <laughs> just me literally looking at a computer like you know working away in my little hat having a little coffee Anderson doing his thing in the morning yeah and she goes like sends me this like photo with this description of like this is Will. He often comes in and sets up office in the lab. I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, tell me how long you've been coming here. And then I was like, well, I have been coming. Like, because I first stayed in this, in the, at the Standard in 2004 when I came over from oh, Coachella. Wow. So it's been like 10 years now. Yeah. So. Wow. I guess I am part of the. Yeah, you are. I have the same thing every day. <laughs> That's what I do, though. If I find a restaurant I like and a, a breakfast place, I just eat the same thing. When I was in uh, Denver, because uh, I'm kind of skipping all over this story, but anyway, you know, you, we'll get there. Yeah. When I was in Denver, you know, so the club, uh, uh, Comedy Works South, it is. So I played the downtown club mm-hmm. last time, and this is more there out in the suburbs yeah. club. It's bigger. Uh, it's bigger? Yeah, it's kind of their feature club, but it's yeah. just, it's, you know, the other one's kind of downtown, dirty, underground, like yeah. basement club, and this one's more your sort of mainstream you know, right. everyone's having dinner at the nice restaurant right. up the top first so they get the priority seating for the, the show down below. Mm-hmm. Often the only black person I saw was one of the performers on stage. Yeah. It was... <laughs> I don't mean that in a mean way. I just yeah. mean that in that it was, it was the suburbs. Yes. It was very clearly the suburbs. 
and um, uh, but the restaurant uh, that they have at the club there because it, it works as a separate restaurant um, it was really nice and part of the, the luxury of playing the club is that you get to like you know go and eat at the restaurant I didn't so, eat at the restaurant the whole time I was there uh, <laughs> missed out like the restaurant okay. was good yeah. well I only ever did breakfast there but um, uh, so I'd have breakfast there every day cause really because there was nowhere else for me to go really. right like I'm, you're in this like sort of oh you were staying right there in the oh yeah. see I was staying they put us up in a hotel right in a place that sucked it was in the middle of this office park Oh, so I know. I was in yeah. a, sh- I was in I a know, shitty exactly. Was area. it where the convention center is? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, that's terrible. Like, this I walked is horrible. down there. horrible, yeah. So, no, I was saying they have a condo. Uh huh. So it's nice. And it's actually a really nice condo. If you look over the fact that, like, you know, Greg was there two weeks before me right. and probably masturbated at least oh, once, right? Once, once a day. Like, at least once yeah. a day. Yeah. Like, you've got to put those thoughts out of your mind. Yeah. Or the, the hooker fucking that's happened. Oh, like, but All you know over. what? I'm not sure I know the people who fuck the hookers. It's. It was literally to me the fact that like you know the guys you knew the guys right, you know who've right. been doing jerking off in because the, you know the, that it's natural to because because then in my mind uh, I'm like am I because at some stage someone's going to stay there and look at the fact that I stayed there and go ah oh, no, well Anderson probably and so now I'm like well do I not for the whole week I'm here. No, like, it doesn't matter just if you prove do or, a point. It doesn't right? matter. I did not. it. I know what you're thinking, but I did it. It doesn't matter if you did or not. I think you did. I mean, I did. Yeah. It was new. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Got to be with someone. You got to break. You got to break in the car. Break in the new. <laughs> my mini fireworks display, as I like to put it. Just Except it's it's at that minute, that fireworks display is oh there she goes and then I'm sad. <laughs> um, so uh, I had uh, breakfast one morning. So I had breakfast there every morning. Yeah. But I ordered the same thing every day because sure. on the first day I ordered the thing that I thought I would like the most, mm-hmm. which was a four cheese omelet. Oh my god, America! Jesus. That's a lot of cheese. <laughs> America. <laughs> four cheeses. Why not? You know what we have in Australia? We have a cheese omelette. Just one cheese? Just one cheese. Jesus Christ. Are you <laughs> fucking animals? How do you live? It's just lovely to come to a country where, like, it's not like, like, it's a two cheese omelette. It's right. literally, I've gone from a country where there's, like, you can have the cheese omelette to a country no che- where there's, cheese a, or no or cheese. there's a four cheese omelette. <laughs> can I get you a should... two or three cheese? No. No. You know what you should have gotten was the all cheese omelette. That's the one. It's like nine feet high. <laughs> it's a block of cheese. <laughs> no eggs. It's fine. <laughs> it's all yeah. It's just cheese. It's just cheese. Um, they had this cheese uh, omelet, four cheese omelet, that came with uh, your choice of potatoes, of course, because uh-huh. here's what you need after a four cheese omelet: you need some carbs. Yeah, a lot of carbs. <laughs> you get some carbs. Uh, you in. need them. Sometimes you need them deep fried. What'd right. you get? Hash browns. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, dripping in butter greased up oh my god yeah. like like yeah hash browns are ridiculous oh my god do you guys browns. have hash browns like that there? not those style we know what we're doing like here. oh my god yeah. it's insane yeah and you know when you like the hash browns that are like too cooked on the outside and not cooked enough on the inside and the inside reminds you of how terrible a decision you're making <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, i do because the outside you're like this is the greatest fucking thing i've yeah. ever tasted yeah. and the inside's like the oh. reminder of the ah like yes, the inside totally. is the flaccid penis yes. the moment after ejaculation. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, the outside of the hash brown is all like firm cock and all like, I am awesome. Eat me forever. And then just the, oh, a few seconds later inside. So I ate the, uh, I ate the outside of a lot of hash browns. Sure. I didn't eat all of the insides. Um, it came with buttered toast as well. Of course it did. And uh, it was delicious. But the thing it came up, it came with that I loved the most was like a pineapple sort of chutney or um, really marmalade. I'm yeah. not sure how you would describe it, but like some sort of chunky pineapple thing yeah. that you ate with the the four cheese the, and egg omelet. Yeah. And did you put it on your toast, or did you just eat it? I mean, I I didn't eat a lot of the toast. Because gotcha. after <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. You said it to me as if I'm going to relate to it. But if I'm from America, I just say, "Why wouldn't you eat the fucking toast? If it's there, you eat it. You don't eat until you're full. You eat until you're done." I understand, but here's what happened: I ate the omelet, which I ate until I was full. Yeah. Then I ate the hash browns, which yeah. meant I ate until I was done. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And then I sweated into some toast <laughs> while I had a nap. Oh, my body recovered uh, yeah. from the fact that I almost force fed myself to death. Well, that's why we have the post-breakfast uh, coma here. <laughs> but, yeah, this pineapple whatever chutney thing. Okay. So I came in four days in a row, had the same thing. And yeah. I know by the last day they were giving me that look of, like, oh, you're not going to try anything else. But I was like, well, I'm not coming back here no. for, like, I don't know how long. Yeah. Like, like sometimes... You know, why would I not fucking have it? It's not, I can't get it again for another year, probably, yeah. minimum. Yeah, Have it every day. Fucking have it. Why would you change it up? It's I four days times go, out of one day. I eat the same breakfast. There's, I eat at like three breakfast places in LA, and I eat the same thing in every, every one. I, I, I never change it up. I'm never. pretty sure I've had the Exodia at the diner at the Standard 300 times. Yeah. Right? Why, why would you change it? But here's what, here's what I'm thinking now. Uh-oh. They're knocking that thing down in yeah. two months, and they're not rebuilding it as a diner. Here's what I didn't do, Dave. Have the Exodia enough. There were some you mornings. More? There were some mornings I should have had two. Okay, I thought you were gonna say I should try other things on the menu. No, but you went a different way that. with it. I'm like, I've got a limited time now. Yeah. Like it's actually my favorite breakfast, probably that ever. It's among my favorite okay. breakfast ever. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna say it's my favorite. Right. But like, it's you know what it's given me a lot of. It's this is like. The girl that like wasn't the best person I had sex with, but was like a good person I had sex with, or I had sex with a lot more than the best person I had yes. sex with. So you're thinking like, right, you know, the other girl had a couple of good seasons, but this girl's had like a 12-year career. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've it's got consistency. To, you've got to balance these yeah. things against each other, yeah. you know? Like, so who could you rely on? The eggs are dear at the standard has the been that for me. Wait, what's in it? What's, uh, what's going on in the eggs? Well, it's basically what it is. Here's the weird thing. I'm about to tell you uh-huh. about a meal that I pick something out of every time I've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Which gives you an insight into my personality. Have you because thought about just saying don't order it without it? Yeah. Dave. It's so Australian of you. It's so Australian yeah. of me. It's like the last vestige of my Australianness inside me that won't let me do it. Like, l- literally, in, in the U.S., they don't expect you to order the breakfast the way it is, especially no. breakfast. Whenever I go, and when I'm working on Marin Show, whenever I go to catering in the morning, I go, can I have a scramble with, my, my thing is scramble with spinach and mushrooms. That's, like, what I love that's to get. So, that's good. And the Sounds guy, nice. every single day, says, uh, uh, egg whites? And every day I get offended, and I go, "No, I want the egg." Like it's like a thing, right? Because I'm not an I'm not one of those fucking egg white guys. No, 
egg whites are disgusting. That's why ruin I breakfast. Mean, and also, why would you just don't go half in an egg? No, it's horseshit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go whole egg or whole fucking egg. no egg. All right, exactly. Right? Get, get the fucking pancakes or get some fruit because that's what you right. want anyway. There's other shit here. Because you're an egg but coward. But don't go fucking half egg. No. Fucking full egg. Half egg, egg cowards. Seriously. Terrible. Yeah. So that's I my I do meal. hate that. Like, okay. You know the weird <laughs> thing do. is? I hate I know that we were doing like, I, we were doing like a little riff then, but then in my, like my body. No. It actually, it. Infused me. I was like, I do fucking hate people who are half egg. I don't know why. You should not crazy. get because you're throwing away the best bit of the, the egg. The best too. fucking part of the egg. It's like going in and going, hey, can you make me eggs, but take out the good part and just leave the part that tastes horrible? Can right. I have that egg? No, it drives me fucking crazy. And why do I? Can't, can't I go in and say, can I have the good bit of the egg that those fuckers don't want? Okay, now you want to hear? Can I have a whole yolk? Do you want to hear the second part? Yes, of that? Yes, of course I do. So a guy next to me goes. Oh, Jesus, my cholesterol shot through the roof because I was working at this job and I was just eating eggs every morning. And I go, oh, they're bad for you. He goes, that's not even it. There's so many fuckers who come in and, and ask for egg whites that the dudes take the yolks and just throw them all in the other thing. Oh. And so you, when you just get regular eggs, you're actually getting like oh. nine yolk egg. I mean, that does make sense. <laughs> I mean, so, now that you put it like that, so the egg that does make people, a lot of sense. Egg people are killing, killing us. the rest of us. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Now I hate you more. Yeah. Before I just irrationally hate you, but mm. now I have a good reason. They're actually harming us. Which is my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, okay, what's in Exodia? Basically, it is... Um, I'm, I'm really embarrassed now that I actually don't eat quite a lot of this dish. But it's... Uh, like it's a quesadilla, uh-huh. um, a quesadilla to be born in Australia, oh, yeah. and not no, not they everybody, don't. but some. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I want to see someone order it like that. Oh yeah, and Mexican food is pretty new to most places yeah. in Australia. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Not, like everywhere now, there's kind of like a pop up little mini Mexican thing. Right. I think a bunch of Australians came to LA when it was cheap to do so four years ago. Yeah. Went, Fuck. You know what would be great? We could Mexican food everywhere. Yes. Yeah. They're right. So, yeah, no, they are. And they are doing that. People do like that. Um, but, uh, what was I talking about? You're talking about what's in the Exodere. Ah, Exodere. So, <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> what, was, what am I talking about? Mexican food in Australia? It's ridiculous. Um, so, Quesadilla outside. Fucking delicious yeah like I don't know like before I came to America like I did not understand how delicious tortillas were oh Jesus like, I mean it's really fucked up how good they are well I've started to understand why you can't get good bread here because the thing as an Australian is like bread like you can't get good bread compared to Australia like, well have you ever had sourdough in San Francisco Oh, no, I understand that, like, there's one place in your entire <laughs> country where they have good there's, bread no there's some good breads but okay mm. But it's literally like you could name them. Yes. Like it's like coffee. I'm, I'm yep. not trying to pick on America. No, I'm just I know saying you're there's right. some things that like, like America's gone for quantity rather than like. Yes. In America, like bread is too sweet to everyone else in the world. They put too much sugar in it. Like, yeah. you, but you can have bread for like three weeks, and you can just put it in your cupboard or right. whatever. Right. Be- that that's what they've decided bread is. Yes. Like in Australia, there's a real tradition of fresh bread. Like the idea that you would go out every morning to the bakery and get fresh bread for that day and uh, eat it fresh that day. I don't know what day. you're talking about. 
<laughs> Are you talking about going to breakfast? <laughs> really? What? Right. But I, I think I think that we've actually stumbled on exactly what is happening, right? Yeah. Americans go out to do things, particularly things like breakfast. Like I was talking to a guy in Denver about this. I went and had uh, tea and scones with some Australians uh, on my Monday off. Um, uh, Greg and Sabrina. And, uh, well, she's actually an American, but he's an Australian. They're married. And uh, he reached out, you know, saying, you come into Denver and we live in Boulder, which is kind of nearby. If you want to kind of like a tour of Boulder, I'll Uh come out and pick you up and show you around and take you over to my house for... After te- afternoon tea and scones. Yeah. And we were talking about the idea that in Australia, because we both grew up in the country, that it was very common for the drop around. Like the people at either like 10 or 3, which were kind of your morning tea or your afternoon tea times in ah. your day, that it was kind of pretty <clears throat> much open slather you, that you could just drop around to someone's house. Oh, yeah. That's and have afternoon tea with them. Yeah. And you just like have a chat and catch up and talk yeah. about what's been going on. Yeah. Essentially, do an unrecorded podcast. <laughs> and- <laughs> Are you talking about a conversation? <laughs> Nobody does those without microphones anymore. <laughs> and people would like make scones or like uh, have afternoon tea. Yeah. And so he was like, well, do you want to come around? And he, he literally made scones from scratch like on wow. the day. And uh, yeah. we sat around and ate scones and drank like tea from a, like a teapot. And yeah. like talked about America and talked about, you know... Uh, the idea of you know how similar we are but how different we are yeah. and, and and there are those little things like coffee like in this country that people have just gone no quantity we're fine with quantity and like when it comes to bread we've, they've gone no we just want but it we've, sweet we've done that whatever. with almost everything let's be honest our candy here is terrible chocolate here in America is awful but why is that like why is that well, I mean, I th- thought that, but then there was another part of me that was like, well, no, maybe it's just my taste. You know, like you, you grow up with a certain taste and you go quiet to that taste. And I thought, well, it, maybe because it doesn't taste as good as home. That's that's me being chocolate no, racist. No, it's, it's not as My good tongue as is racist. <laughs> Your tongue is racist. You have the most racist tongue. Oh, my God. Um, it's uh, because we don't grow sugar here. We grow right. corn. corn. So we decided the best thing to do is to put corn in everything. So we right. put it in our gas and we put it in our uh, chocolate and in our, our Cokes and everything that has normally sugar. And it doesn't taste as good as sugar. Right. It tastes terrible. So that's what we've done with chocolate. <laughs> we ruined it. <laughs> if the people invented chocolate came here, they would just be standing looking at chocolate with just a, one single tear rolling down their cheek. <laughs> We just had to turn it off because we're on batteries, because yep. we're on the roof. So I've changed over the batteries. I've used the last two in the house though. These are the ones from the remote control. This is it then. This is it. This is it. So I hope you enjoyed the podcast. It's become dark though in the yeah, time that it has. Took, like it was kind of it felt like when the batteries died on the first half of the podcast, the batteries died on the entirety of LA because now it's kind of dark. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. It's more romantic now. Ooh.
Yeah. If it feels a little sexier, the second half <laughs> of the podcast. Yes, something's going on. Maybe it'll have like a real turn, this podcast. Mm-hmm. It'll be like the podcast equivalent of like from dusk till dawn. Like we're oh halfway through, God, just yeah. shit gets fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> they really did get fucked up in that. Uh, I don't know, go on, were you going to say something? Uh, oh, I was just going to say uh, that I was going to mention to you that one of the mornings I went to breakfast uh, in Denver at this restaurant and I had that same thing that I was eating every day. I went out to breakfast with a uh, person that I met through the internet. Uh, now, how did you meet this person through the internet? Well, uh, last time you and I sat on this roof, mm-hmm. uh, we spoke about the fact that I was going to Denver. Yes. And uh, I won't get bogged down in the details mm-hmm. of the other thing we spoke about in relation to that. But mm-hmm. uh, responding to that, this person reached out to me and said, hey, um, on your podcast, you said that, you know, when you went to Denver, like you might want to meet a person who, you know, would... Uh, oh, I'm making Help it sound. Out? I'm making it sound worse than, <laughs> than it is. Like in my trying, to, in my trying to make it sound better than it is, I've made it sound a lot worse than it is. You might want to find a fellow who will share a pair of shorts with you. Yeah, I said that uh, I would like some medicine in yes. the place that it was legally going to have medicine. Right. Like you know that week I was going to be there for part of that history. Right. So I thought, could it was there any chance that when I was in town and sleeping in an unfamiliar bed? And oddly enough, there's a guy who listens to podcasts <laughs> who does that sort of thing, which is the crazy coincidence. Right. Now, I was going to give him a shout-out by name, but now that I've said that he brought me weed, I probably won't give him a shout-out by illegal. name. But he, he knows what his name is. And he knows who he is and what he's done. He knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> and know that I was going to give you a shout-out until, <laughs> until that fact came up. Right. But anyway, we also had breakfast together, which yeah. was delightful. Yeah. And I got to learn about his life and, you know, sort of how he got to know me. But we just got to talk a lot about, you know, America and, uh-huh. you know, the differences and yeah. the similarities between yeah. our countries. That's nice. It was nice. It's weird. It's weird. Do you find it, um, are you on guard when you, like, go do something like that with a fan? Uh, weirdly enough, I, I look, I, okay, so two things on this. Firstly, <laughs> my favorite thing was during breakfast, he got a message from his wife just to check that everything was okay. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I am too relaxed about this. Like, if the stranger I've met on the internet yeah. is getting a text from his wife yeah. to say, are you okay? Is everything cool? How is Maybe this? I shouldn't have been so hard. <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean... I'm out here, I'd like to meet someone, he likes the podcast, we could have breakfast. I'll buy him breakfast. I mean, he's bringing me weed, it seems like uh, nothing could go wrong here in (laughs) this place where I know no one. That's hilarious. (laughs) I mean, you're supposed to, the general consensus is you're supposed to be slightly on guard around fans. A little bit with that sort of situation but when i was in denver i, I uh a fan took me out him and his uh, boyfriend took me out are to, you talking about rick yeah can took, we say rick we can, we say, can say rick, rick. they took me out to breakfast I did, I did, and that I did, was nice but i had I, drinks with rick one night and he invited me out to dinner i couldn't go but i was uh yeah but we, had, we hung out one night rick seems fun. a little different to me though because i have been around rick so much that it wasn't like a first time meeting him he just he's been in a lot of shows i've talked to him a lot after shows like he's just a guy that i kind of know right he's been around yeah not complete stranger right from the internet i think which my situation was (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I think I would be knowing really, you uh, my schedule or where I was meant to be. <laughs> yes, exactly. You just could have been dead in an alley, but whatever. And he's wearing your face around Denver. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'd be a little. Uh, I think it'd be a little. I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Well, uh, so the, I, I guess I agree with you. Although uh, I will say two things about that. Firstly, is it was rewarding and delightful. Mm-hmm. Like we got on like yeah, house on fire. It was yeah. really fun. We got to talk about podcasts and what he liked and all that sort of stuff. But mm-hmm. we also, you know, just talked genuinely about you know life, and it was it was fun. I enjoyed the conversation, and I felt like I learned a lot for my shows. Like if you wanted to give it some sort of justification of what have you done with your day, uh-huh. like in that situation, like you, I can come into Denver. I can sit around in my like in the yeah comedian condo yeah. all day watching TV or whatever and resting up, and then right. you can go around the corner and do shows. Yeah, you know you can go to the movie. I went to the movies twice. I mean, I was there a week. You mm-hmm. know, like there's a cinema in between the I condo know. and the. It's right there. Oh, and by the way, BTW <laughs> for the kids. Uh, that cinema there, twelve dollars to see a movie, yeah. and you get free drink and popcorn. What? Free. What? Fill it up as many times as you like for free. I thought that's how they made their money. The that's that. Oh, I'm so glad I don't know that you happening. said that because that was my understanding as well. Was like you, they don't make the money on the movie, but they make it on the. I'm like, this is the worst business model of all time. But you go in unless unless they've. Because the way the way the way that it works, I don't right. know how it works in Australia. The way it works here is, the studios charge the price for the ticket, and the theater make they make all their money off concessions. Right. But if that place, like if the if the studio says charge eight dollars for the movie, and they go okay, we'll tack on four, and it'll be all you can eat or whatever. Right. Then, that might be what they're doing. Maybe. Well, whatever they're doing, I fucking loved it. That's pretty great. I loved it. Yeah. So. Um, so I could not believe it the first time I went in you go into the cinema you pay for your ticket at the door and then you go through this thing and I was like there's no why is did you help was it help yourself help yourself help yourself help yourself like you scoop it out the popcorn and Uh, well you push your bucket Uh (laughs) into a popcorn thing into a popcorn thing and it all comes down fresh out of the machine holy fuck right (laughs) that's amazing we found another way to not give people a job oh well here's two things that I would say about it is if America wants to do something about the obesity issue and I know that people talk about it all the time (laughs) firstly stop giving away so much free cool shit (laughs) like while I was in Denver the hotel I was because like basically the yeah, the comedy club has a condo, which is their condo, but it's in like a hotel slash apartment building. You know, right, one of those right. weird yeah, things where yeah, it's, it's half big, hotel, half yeah, like yeah. you know apartment building. Nice. And really, it was nice. Yeah, it's a really nice little yeah complex like, there. They got a gym, really nice gym yeah. down on on the floor there. So even if it's cold and you can't go outside, there's like you know stuff you can do. Yeah. But they've got like too many staff in the foyer you know that one of those right. places where you, you can never open a door for yourself you yes. never get to push the button on the elevator yourself like too many staff yeah at five o'clock every day they put out a tray of warm cookies oh fuck really like five o'clock every day giant silver tray of warm cookies and can you take a bunch <laughs> four, four varieties David oh no four varieties of cookies I would be down at the co- I'd be there at five every day just do you know to, what I'd, I'd four I'd, well, I'd eat four how well, big are they are they big cookies they're big cookies okay I'd have four I'm oh, sorry 
<laughs> well, here's some things I discovered. The first day I discovered it, it was at five because I went down to the gym at five because like the show was at seven. I like to go to the gym about sort yeah. of five, do like some exercise, go and have a shower, bang, yeah. like ready to go and do the show. Yeah. Like that's a good way to kind of like shake out the day so sure. that you don't go to the show lethargic, you know? Yeah. So I've gone down. They've just put out the plate of cookies. Now, I don't know if this is like a, a Christmas thing or a regular thing because I've never stayed there before. <laughs> I don't know what the cookie history is. When I checked in, they did not give me a list of, they by didn't the way, tell you at five, the cookies, cookies come out at five. They no. should, that'd be the, one of the first things they should say. should be the first thing yeah. they tell you. Hi, what's your name? There'll be cookies at five. Right. Yeah. Can't smoke in the room. Fine. I'm not going to be in the room. That's I'm fine. just going to be waiting here for cookies. <laughs> cookies. <laughs> 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. Are you sure you're giving away free cookies in a place that just legalize weed? <laughs> That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's exactly what we're doing. Were you ever up at 5 a.m.? Oh. Because you don't you know. Did they have them twice a day? <laughs> a 12 hour rotation? I don't know. But here's a terrible thing. When you have to walk through... And when I say here's a terrible thing, <laughs> what I mean is yeah. this is clearly not a terrible you're thing. Not, you're not using the literal term terrible. I blocked someone on Twitter oh recently. Boy. There uh, we go. You know what? You know, here's the thing that people don't understand. Is sometimes people just get you on a bad day. Yeah, yeah, you that happens. I mean? And I block people all the time. I, I've blocked people who on another day... If I wasn't in a shitty yes. mood about something else, yes. they probably would have got by on that. All the time. Right? All the time. Or if some if someone else is giving me shit and then someone pops up and gives me shit, yeah. you get you get taken down right. in a group. That's Sorry, it. mate. Yeah. Friendly fire. Mm-hmm. Blue on blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> blue on blue. Light blue on blue. Smart. It's a Twitter friendly <laughs> fire thing. <laughs> so um, I blocked someone recently because... Uh, in Australia, basically what happened was the ACT allowed gay people to get married for a week until the High Court in Australia overturned it, which legally was probably what was always going to happen, but uh-huh. they were trying to make a point and a, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And and I tweeted at the time that the only thing worse than not you know, giving people the equal right to get married was to give it to them for a week and then you yeah. know, tell them, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So this person goes... Like, it starts tweeting me like, well, I think there's a lot of things worse, like how gay people are discriminated against in Uganda. And I'm like... Like, Shut fuck off. Fuck off and shut up. But also, here's the thing. Like, just consider, before you fucking have a crack at someone about something, consider context. That's all I ask, right? Yeah, but they can't. Like... It's like, in Australia, there's this guy called Eddie Maguire, who this year said something pretty... He, he made a very off-colour remark that was uh, deemed to be racially offensive and, and, and sounded oh, yeah, racially yeah, yeah. offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I read so, about that. But this dude, whatever else you think about him as being, like, an entertainer or whatever, has done so much to, like, you know, get Indigenous people in, does a lot of work for yeah. Indigenous... Like, he, he fucked something up, and he shouldn't have said what he said. Right. But if you look at his body of work... Right. This is not this dude. Right. This is not endemic or like representative of who he, of is. Who he actually is sure. as a person. Yeah. And I think as a general rule, we could start by like before like we start to burn someone when they say something that got misinterpreted or whatever, is go, is this thing they just said now representative of what they believe? Right. Like, is there, you know, a bunch of other stuff that's like, oh yeah, like Sarah Palin said this and it's just like her opinion on this, on this, everything this else. and this. Yeah. You're like, great. Yeah. But if someone who doesn't ordinarily say things like that says something that someone has misinterpreted or even 
that they've fucked up and said something a bit weird. Maybe we should just take a breath and take context into account. Yes. Is this thing representative of who this person is? But there's so many people out there, and there's always going to be a couple of dickheads who don't. Right. Always. But, th- but this was my thing was like, I said to her, like, I even, because, like, I don't, I'm not going to block someone like that straight away. Like, because they're, uh, they're trying to make a good point, and maybe they've just, you know, look, you know, I have used hyperbole in my language, but I'm on fucking Twitter, and I've got 140 characters. Right. Can't you, as the audience of that tweet, go, no, no, I get that the point he's trying to make is a good point. Well, yeah. And it's a point that is on the side of the argument that I am on. So why am I going after a dude? Like, uh, like, but if, if someone, if, if, if that's the case, you could never use the term worst about anything. Right. Cause there's always something worse than of course the worst there is. Thing you're talking about. There always is something worse. And again, maybe we are guilty of, you know, using that word in, like, or overusing it or using yeah. it, but we fucking do. Yeah, we do. But You've never said, oh, like, this is the worst. Like, yeah, but it's not. That, but it's here, really not. But it's, it's just like the word literal that people get upset about. That's not what literal means. The, the meanings of the words literal and worst are, are, are changed now. Yeah. They don't, they literally don't mean that anymore. No, They've it's changed. literally the worst. <laughs> if you'd heard that many times, I said literally incorrectly in that episode I put up from a year ago. You would not be really? saying, oh. Really? Oh, it was horrible. Is it upsetting? It was horrible. <laughs> I think that was the reason I didn't post it in the first place. Well, there's something worse. I, uh, a long time ago, Janine Groffler did an hour special. And for whatever reason, she was using the word ridic instead of ridiculous. Oh, and she okay. says it maybe a hundred times. And at the time, it was intolerable. Because right. it was, like, that word was in fashion at that time for like two months yeah and th- that special is just littered with it uh, so are you thinking my tour for next year totes will be <laughs> do, you, do you think that will date badly I think that's perfect that's not at all what I'm talking about right. oh that's fine <laughs> I, I do think that all the time with rappers pop culture lyrics like oh, like yeah. I like Eminem I do too and I, I know, like you know what's so weird I know, is I, we're, <laughs> in the, we're in the we're in the exact like, same place we're in the exact same place I know I should homophobic right horrible horrible and yet yes he's one of those guys that I give a pass to and I shouldn't right because he's so fucking good right but but you try to make excuses I do but I can't make excuses but you're like but sometimes they're like well you know what like a lot of the other greatest artists in the world if you look at what they you know talked about and did maybe it's provocative maybe it's turning itself but here's the thing I would not go to bat to make those arguments for people I don't like or right. aren't as skillful at what they do yeah. as what he is Yeah. and there's another part of me that like is like when was the last time that I listened to something and felt this fucking provoked by it yeah yeah like I sit there and I just go I'm not sure that I should be <laughs> enjoying this but I am enjoying this it's exactly like uh, the marijuana in Denver you're supposed to listen to it at home right M&M. yeah ashamed in a cover yeah <laughs> smoke some weed I, 
and put on some rap god. I mean, the rapping is just so amazing. It really is. I mean, but his stand-up, like, I mean, I, I listened to his, I guess, like, that's part of it. But to me, I I mean, Charlie and I went to the Eminem concert. We went oh, together in Sydney. And uh, how, how white was the audience? Ah, oh, I mean, how white did they think they were? <laughs> <laughs> you've never met a wigger until you've met a white Australian wigger. <laughs> until you've met a wagger. Like, mm. I mean, these are the whitest yeah. black dudes you will yeah. ever meet. Amazing. Or, I love or the that. blackest white dudes, I suppose, that you'll ever meet in your entire life. I love Charlie that. always said to me that he, he says that's the only moment in the entire time that we've known each other that he actually realized that I was famous. Because, uh, really? Yeah. Because, like, you know, normally, I mean, like, because I'm not really that famous. Well, but yeah. but to him, the thing was, normally when you go to things when people recognize me, he understands why they recognize me. Right. But at Eminem, we're just like, dudes are coming home and giving me high fives <laughs> over bad beats. He's like, oh my God, like, you're famous. <laughs> I was like, I guess. <laughs> All the benefits. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. So I nearly didn't make it to Denver, which was the story I was trying to tell you, which was that, um, so I, got, I went to the standard and I had my breakfast. Yeah. And uh, it was delicious. I got in my cab. Halfway to the airport. Okay. I re- right there, you've already made your mistake. What did you say when you got in the cab? I said that I was going to, I had to go to Denver and I had to fly Frontier from LAX. What, what, what mistake you have I made? Where you, where you live, yeah. you get in the cab. Yeah. And you say, LAX, take La Cienega. Oh, you okay. give them the route. Uh, you know so what? they know you that's know, a, a, and they know not to true. fuck with you. Right. So, But is that the best way to the airport, La Cienega? Yeah, from here, yeah. Because a few times I've got in cabs and they seem to have not gone on La Cienega. They seem because to have taken some back Because backwater. it costs more to go the other way. I don't know. It always seems to have gone better. No. What other, there's no other... La is Cienega, there no better way? La Cienega is a straight shot. But this is my point that I'm trying to make before. <laughs> like, people don't understand how fucking confronting it is at all times to move to a new city. Because you don't know that shit instinctively. You're like, I don't know what the best way is. Maybe he knows a good way. <laughs> you know, one time I was in, uh, I think I, I was living in New York for a while and I flew back to San Francisco and then flew back to New York and I was in the cab and I flew to Newark, which is in New Jersey. And then we're driving to Manhattan and all of a sudden I'm like, we're in Brooklyn. And the guy totally had me as like a mark. And he right, goes, he was just like, he go, and oh, I, yeah. I go, hey. This is the most direct way. <laughs> I go, hey, we're in Brooklyn. And he goes, Oh, uh, no, 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 uh, uh, Staten Island. I go, no, dude, we're in Brooklyn, and now you have to drop me out for free or I'm going to report you. And I got a free cab ride. See, I'd I like to think, and maybe I'm wrong, that I'm from a country where shit like that doesn't really happen. Oh, and, cab drivers are horrible, though, in America. Right. But, uh, not all of them. I mean, no. But there are ones that will... Cl- if you have an Australian accent, you get into a cab at a, at hotel, a hotel. right? You're, you know... Right, that's my mistake. Yeah. I yeah, look like is, a... That's why you have to say, like, take La Cienega. So, well, that's the first mistake I've made. Second mistake I've made is he won't let me pay uh, with my card. Now, why not? Well, he just won't let me. For reasons undisclosed. <laughs> like, won't let me. He's like, no, no card. What do you mean? Was this a real cab? Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, it was yellowish. 
I guess. Did you just get in a yellow car? <laughs> Man, that would explain a lot. They all take cards. Right. This no, is no, all no, no, very no. He, 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 right. Well, this is my thing. Because I always want to pay with my card. Actually, yeah. most of the time I normally have business enough expense. cash. But yeah, I want a receipt for yeah. it. For Exactly. That's exactly the reason. Yeah. So, so we have to stop so I can get cash. Oh, right? I don't like this at all. No. So I stop and I get some cash. But I've still... I've, I've, I've still got some time up my sleeve. You know, I've, I've allowed more time than I needed. Everything's cool. I'm fine. Right? So, we get to the airport. I say, uh, Frontier. And he goes, uh, look it up on the chart. And so he's got a chart on the back of his, like, window, which is, like, which air, like which airline goes out of which terminal. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. I said, I, th- I think it's Terminal 3. Do you know? And he goes, I don't know. Look on the chart. So I looked on the chart, and the chart said Terminal 6. So... We've gone to Terminal 6. Against my better judgment, because in retrospect, if you really asked me at that moment to say 100% which one I thought it was, I would have said it was Terminal 3. Okay. But here's what I didn't do. Because I left like day after Christmas... My printer, it was one of those uh-huh. just stupid things like my printer had run out of ink. I hadn't yeah. printed out the information, but I had all the dates. It was yeah. fine. Every time we do this podcast, there is some sort of ambulance <laughs> or accident. It's LA, by. baby. Someone's getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> um, so I've, um, it, it's not the right terminal, which is obviously the, the yeah, the yeah. line of this story. And uh, for people who are not listening, who've never been, who've, who've, for people who are not listening, for people who've not been to LA, <laughs> for people who are not listening, um, could you all, all of you guys who are listening, could you please write this down uh, and pass it on? If you're not listening, not? could you blink? <laughs> <laughs> so we know that you got the message. <laughs> you know, my people uh, listening numbers are pretty steady, but my people not listening numbers have really... Oh my God, they're huge. Since I gave them a shout out. You're the number one <laughs> not listened to podcast. That's right. <laughs> I'm not getting as many downloads as Marin, but my not listening numbers Holy shit. are so much Through stronger than roof. his. Like, it's yeah, ridiculous. It's crazy. Uh, for people who are not in LA who have never been through LAX... Uh, terminal 6 and Terminal 3 are nowhere near Nowhere near. Like, couldn't be farther apart. Could not be. But in that great sweet spot where you also couldn't get a cab back to Terminal no, you 3 can't. from Terminal 6. No, Terminal 6 you have to you have to come back around. Right. But also no one's like doing that. No. Like no person is stopping so that you can say, I need to go to Terminal 3 from no, Terminal they're 6. No, they're not. And there's no, there's no train you can take or anything. Nothing. The best fuck. way is just to run from one to the other. Yeah. Once you realise the mistake. Yeah. Uh, which was probably only it probably was about five minutes out of, after I got out of the cab because for a while you just wander around going. Wait a minute. It must be. <laughs> it's going like, down here. Hang on. I've There's so many airlines. Right. <laughs> and then you realise that you fucked and you have to panic and you have to run to the other side. Yeah. And then you realise the line is too long and you're going to miss your flight oh. to Denver. And you've got two shows that night. Are you checking bags? Yeah, so I had a bag. So, oh, you're checking bags. Strike two. Yeah, but I, like, I've got a week there. I can't not check a bag. I've got to take shit with me, Dave. I can't survive a week on a check. You can't. I can't. Jesus Christ! You gotta learn how to travel in the states because this is, this is, this is. I don't know any comic except for Greg Barrett. The two of you guys. You guys should travel together. But everyone, everyone does carry on. I don't like it. It's the way we do and it. I can only go out of town for four days. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what sort of toiletries can you take on? What do you like need? A, you know, like a face cream. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Suddenly I am talking to great parents. What the fuck? You need a face cream? You're going to be gone for a few days. You're going to be fine without your face cream. Or get know. a little travel-sized face cream. You don't need the... <sighs> What's happening? I just like options. I like a toiletry bag of options. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough, Mr. I miss my plane because of my options. Well, no, no, no. Well, in retrospect, I took my podcast equipment. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a podcast. No, this so is... I, probably, I mean, this is enormous. They <laughs> 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 get a little suspicious of it when you try to put it through. Um, so, all right. Okay. Well, maybe in the future I will only travel. Maybe this will be my day that I only travel with carry on from now on. Mm, we'll see what happens. Right. Also, if I... You know what? If I'd known I was staying in a place that had a washer and dryer, which this condo did, yes. then I definitely would have been yeah, able to travel with hand luggage. you should ask. Well, I mean, in the future, maybe I will. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, I'm flying, to, I'm flying to Denver for a week of shows. I've missed my plane. Suddenly, like, because I'm doing two shows that night. What suddenly, time is it? So the flight was like a ten thirty. So uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, the flight was a ten thirty. You're close. Flight, right? You're okay. Right. Well, yeah, because I was going to get in at about like one fifty two. First yeah. shows at like seven or yeah. seven fifteen, right? But I'm not on until let's say eight eight fifteen. Right. If you really had but to. Still, and it's a journey from the airport there to the club. Right. So, first thing I do is fucking panic, like yeah. a mad fool. Like yeah. you know, I suddenly get those like you know just full body sweats, like you know. It, it just I'm like oh I fucked this yeah. and and even though I knew it wasn't like it wasn't my fault like I just made a couple of things that had gone wrong that had fucked me like it's still like doesn't matter it's my no. fucking fault yeah, right it's like fault. it's my job to get myself to yeah. the airport on time yeah. and nowhere instead of an hour and a half I should have done two or I should have yeah. printed out the thing or I should have known it was definitely terminal three yeah. there was shit along that process that even though if you're like well in your ordinary day none of this is really your fault mm-hmm. you could have still prepared better yes I wouldn't have got any fucking scout badges for my performance that day no you, I, I you, could have had half an hour less enjoying my exit fucking day from the standard and half an hour more at, <laughs> sitting around from the, the way I'm looking at it you showed up in your robe <laughs> right because you're right because I did have that option because I still would have been able to get on the plane safely if I didn't have luggage yeah. Right? No, I would have because I was in that zone still. Yes. Of like, you, if, so. Once you're once you're in once you put yourself into a position where you have to wait in line to check in and do bags, you're in a whole different arena of American right. flying. It can oh. be it can you can be fucked so hard that way. Right, because it can take forever. Forever. I was just yeah, that was where I was fucked. If I so I did consider, can I just take everything that I have in my overnight bag? But then I yeah. just realized, you know what? I'm still going to have to leave at an airport half a suitcase full of shit. Right. And here's things that I've noticed that American airports aren't keen on. <laughs> Leaving suitcases unattended. Oh my God, that would be such a great... <laughs> that would be such a great video to see on the news. I just... I just was going to... I've got uh, two shows tonight. Right? <laughs> Terminal 3 was evacuated today. <laughs> because a comedian almost missed some shows in Denver. <laughs> Second thing was that 
I then have to get a new flight. And again, it's not like in Australia where you're like whatever you, it was going to be, you're basically at the same airport. So I could go, I'll check Qantas here, I'll go over there, I'll check Virgin, and right. then, you know, I can see. You're but also at like, a t- you're also Frontier is a tiny airline, right? Teeny tiny. So I'm like, I've got to get online. I can't get online on right. my phone because I've got strained fucking phone still. So I'm trying to <sighs> log on to the you know, the airport internet on my phone, yeah. but I can't get onto that. So I have to ring my manager in Australia because my manager in America is like, not in America, he's on holidays because he sort of oh, right. shit because it's like the holidays. Right. So he's I, in Australia? No. Or you rang your Australian? I rang my Because okay. I, I just needed someone to get on a computer yeah. and tell mm-hmm. me what flights so I could then mm-hmm. get on a phone because I just needed to look. And what time is it Not there? a good time. <laughs> <laughs> is it the middle of the night? It's a I'm going to send flowers to. <laughs> Was he or she right. pissed? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, because uh, she and uh, no, no, no. I'm I'm a person who. Like, in fact, I think she was probably relieved uh-huh. that it was what it was. Yeah. Because I'm not a person You're who not somebody does that. reaches out. Right. It was my... I was desperate. Yeah. I was literally panicking about that fact that I was... I, I was going to not be able to fulfill my commitment. Right. And for a club that has two shows coming yeah, in on yeah, a Friday yeah. night. That's not a situation no. that... Like, it's going to hurt your reputation as a performer in this yeah. country if you do that sort of shit. Yeah. Not only that, I'm there for a week doing eight shows. So even if I get in tomorrow, can you imagine what it's like? Yeah. You've missed the first night. Yeah, it's not And good. like, it doesn't matter how many times you go, well, I've got this cab driver and he didn't want to take my cab. From another country and I didn't notice I take La Siena again. Like, so. <laughs> I, um, uh, so she gave me some options I rang them both of the flights that would have got me there with plenty of time were already sold out Yeah. Uh, but I managed to find one on uh, on United on the way down at, which would get me there still like an hour and a half before the right. show and like an hour and a half before the show started right so as long as everything went that's not fine bad. Yeah. like that's plenty of time yeah and it did all go fine, but there's from every moment from when I booked that flight to when I would that have been flight, in total panic. Just it's panic, like it's not. And I'm terrible in those situations. I get the anxiety. I just flip out. Oh, I'm I don't get the anxiety, but all I think is you've been you've just set up a fucking apartment and how hard this is. Like this is like what I'm thinking in these moments, these four hours or whatever. Yeah, is like. Because you didn't allow half an hour, because particularly because I'd gone to breakfast that morning, right? Like, I sat around at breakfast because I had plenty of time, yeah. Because I'd planned this well, you know. Yeah. Like, I was so mad at myself that I'd done all this shit, and I was gonna fuck it all up. And of course, it would have not fucked it all up in the end of things, right? But it would have been like a speed hump of that you yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. know. It would have been like, what happened? And you, yeah. oh, well, well, I did this. this right. I did not card. I had this lovely woman that I was ringing because they give me the wrong number for my the dude that I had to ring in case shit like this happened. So I didn't even oh. have the right number for this oh, dude. Oh, God, really? And the only way I found that out was that she rang back because she was a delightful person. Oh, like, good. Because I left some messages and she went, clearly this is not the number. That you <laughs> <laughs> so that helped. Um, I can continue this story another time because we're going to finish up because the battery is almost running oh. out of this. But um, it was... It was... It was terrifying and... Like the whole time, because you're just like, yeah. I fucked this up, and like, you it's know, it's a horrible feeling. Yeah, absolutely horrible. Especially knowing, like, it's not like, 
like if you have another job and you don't get there, you know, you don't get to do some work. But right. if you're we'll stand up, yeah, if you're stand up, right. there's 300, 400 people sitting there with tickets. Right. Like you're letting down a, a large amount of people. Um, yeah, I've got more Denver stuff that we could talk about, and I want to talk to you about a bunch of other stuff. But let's finish up before, so I can push stop before it stops itself. And yeah, it makes sense. Then I don't know what will happen. Uh, so, uh, Dave uh, at Dave Anthony on Twitter. Walking the room is your podcast. The yeah. Dollop. Are you going to do a new Dollop soon? Hopefully soon. Um, you're working. You're very I'm busy. I have so yeah. I have no time. Uh, Shame Chamber, your album, yes, uh, which you were camp. speculating about on that podcast I put up the other week. Oh, I do want to mention this. Um, uh, all my tours on, on sale. I'm doing a lot of gigs in LA this week. So if you're in LA, check my website. I'll put them all up there because I don't want to get bogged down in plugs because I'm going to warn you about the next episode. The next one that Dave and I do, we start. it just went a bit... We, we, we did it before this one. Yeah. And I, I talked about something that's pretty serious and might be a topic that not everyone will enjoy a conversation yeah, it's about. Yeah, it's, it's not... The topic is not for everybody. Yeah, and I understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to, like, poison it by telling you what it is. Uh, but if you if you get a little bit into it and you're like, this is not for me, totally understand that. Um, don't, yeah. don't listen to it. But I think it's kind of interesting... And hopefully we talked about it in a way that was kind of like respectful and interesting enough that if, if, you, if you're looking for that sort of podcast, if you think that might be of interest to you, you might, you know, enjoy it. And yeah. if you're like, oh, no, 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 I'd, like, I'd just like to come back in a couple of weeks when you just talk about balls, then that, <laughs> that, that, will, de- that will definitely happen again. So that, that'll be fine. <laughs> Certainly. Don't worry, yeah. strap yourself in. <laughs> that one will be up soon. Thank you, Dave. Uh, yeah. Can you sign out? Full fender. <laughs>